Good morning. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, or in the next 15 minutes, I bet I can get you excited about investing. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Happy Friday to all of you out there. It is a beautiful morning in the world, in the stock market, in digital asset market, just about everywhere. Good news is popping off. Good way to start our weekend here. Uh, and you guys know what time it is. It is quote of the day time. So let's start. We have an SPAC. Now we've talked about SPACs before. It's an acronym, S-P-A-C. And we've talked about them before because in the last two years, there's been more IPOs, which is just a private company going public, an initial public offering. There's been more IPOs than in like the last 30 years combined. Something like that. I'm being, I'm exaggerating, but it is a lot of public or a lot of private companies going public. And so an SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company, is another name for a blank check company, meaning an entity with no commercial operations that completes an initial public offering. So a private company might utilize an SPAC to take itself public, right? And so there's no actual, uh, product or service that it provides long term it just takes a private company public and that's its whole purpose that's that's all it does so if you guys hear spac you guys know that the only thing it does is take a private pub uh, a private company public okay let's get on to the news today guys again like i said we have a lot of good stuff going on i'm excited uh finally a really really good day in many many months so uh, and yesterday was good too but i think today is going to be even better assuming you know all things equal so what is happening in the world today so futures on the dow nasdaq and s&p 500 are on the rise following their best day yesterday in months on the back of strong earnings news on the labor market inflation soothed worries about the outlook for higher interest rates stocks in europe and asia also moved higher Today, Goldman Sachs, PNC, J.B. Hunt report quarterly earnings reports. Uh, Goldman is expected to post a jump in third quarter profits on strong capital markets activity. So, guys, Goldman Sachs, that's the big one there. They're an investment bank. Uh, in my opinion, extremely corrupt. Uh, a lot of these companies are corrupt. Just about anybody who does what I do, but on a massive, massive scale, we're talking trillions, uh, they're most likely doing like suspicious things. Now, I can't prove anything, but... 2008, Goldman Sachs was extremely implicated. Bear Stearns, extremely implicated. So a lot of these big guys, they got away with some stuff in 2008. And they got away with some stuff in 2001 with the tech bubble. And it's, it's yeah. But Goldman Sachs is a massive, massive investment firm, investment bank, actually. Uh, so them reporting earnings on gains, that's, that's good news for the finance sector. Uh, the Census Bureau reported retail sales rose 0.7% in September, exceeding projections of a 0.2% decline from August as consumers continue to spend despite supply chain disruptions. The Commerce Department will report import prices for September that are likely to jump to 0.6%. Business inventories are also expected to rise by the same amount. A reading from the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index, MCSI, uh, is likely to show a slight increase in sentiment for October. So uh, we've talked about these a couple of times, but a lot of universities do peer research, and that is all this is. A consumer sentiment index is just the universities of Michigan's basic survey of people's thoughts and, I, I guess, concerns over the next couple of months. Uh, ahead of the news, the yield on the 10-year Treasury note rose to 1.55%. Oil prices are set to post the eighth straight week of gains after Saudi Arabia dismissed calls for the OPEC oil cartel and its allies to pump more oil. 
Light Sweet Crude is moving above $82 a barrel. Guys, I wish I could tell you what Light Sweet Crude oil, Matt. I, I have no idea. I just know I just know oil. That's all I know. Uh, Bitcoin briefly crossed $60,000 after Bloomberg reported a Bitcoin futures ETF could clear the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as soon as next week. Okay, so this is something I wanted to talk about. In the last episode, I mentioned how I was wrong about digital assets. And in fact, I, saying that I'm wrong is even is even speculation because I could totally be right. The fact that everybody, the sentiment that I had was what everybody in the financial world has, except for Rick Edelman, which we'll talk about in many future episodes. But 99% of the financial markets or industry thinks Bitcoin is trash. They think it's worth nothing uh, and basically every digital asset. They think it's a it's a dumb speculation. They don't consider it investing. Uh, and I told you guys in the last episode, I'm changing my opinion. And I'm changing my opinion on really just two two reasons. And the first is is that if everybody decides that they really like something, it becomes popular. That that it does it doesn't matter. It's it's uh, herd mentality. So if every single person on earth decides that Hershey's bar is the best Hershey's bar, it's the best chocolate bar. Well, guess what? Then that's how it's going to be known for in history. It's going to be known as the best candy bar. And that's a poor example, but when it comes to investing money, a one dollar candy bar versus a fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin or sixty thousand now, I mean that takes more uh, confidence in it. So hopefully that made sense. But if, if everybody has confidence in this, which more and more and more people are, then it's going to stick around. I don't know where it's going. I, I don't know. So what I talked about in the last episode was that I'm going to do my due diligence for you guys. I'm going to understand this stuff. Uh, I'm still very far away from being as good at, at digital assets that, as I am about stocks. So I'm trying to, and even with stocks, guys, it's ever, if you ever meet somebody, and I know I say this all the time, if you guys ever meet somebody who says they know where a stock's going to go, they know where Bitcoin's going to go, it doesn't matter if it's your best friend, your grandma, Warren Buffett, anybody, I would run away from them because that shows me that they're, they're prideful first off and they're most likely wrong. It's possible they're right, but most likely wrong. We don't want cockiness in investing. We want humility. So that's what I'm trying to do here for you guys is saying, I don't know what's going on with this digital asset market, but I'm very interested. And so the two things that I did was that I have uh, many, many friends who've made money on this. And two, I'm starting to understand what blockchain is. So digital assets utilize blockchain. A lot of them do. And if that's the future, which blockchain is the future, that is the future of technology and digital assets are utilized on blockchain, then I think it's my responsibility to understand how they work. So I invested a little bit of money into a couple of digital assets, nothing crazy. I didn't put, you know, $50,000 into anything. Um, just a couple hundred bucks here and there. And I'm just trying to understand uh, how everything works. And I'm honestly really, really enjoying it, but it is extremely complicated. So this just, I know I just went on a rant. I'm sorry. So let me read this again. Bitcoin briefly crossed 60,000 after Bloomberg reported a Bitcoin futures ETF could clear the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as soon as next week. So the SEC, for me, guys, that's mom and dad. Mom and dad tells me what to do. They are the overlords in the financial market. You do not want the SEC auditing you or breathing down your neck or anything. At my last firm, we had that. <laughs> okay, we had the SEC come and audit us, and it was miserable because they're not friendly. They come in there and they go, we want this, 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 and this. 
and you have, you know, whatever, 24 hours before they send out their investigators. So if you don't have all that stuff ready for them, they basically have a, like a notepad check. Didn't have this check. Didn't have this. You could get sued. You could get fined. You could get removed. You could get barred. Um, you there's something called a U4, uh, which is, I don't know actually if I have a U4, that might only be for people who are affiliated with broker dealers. Anyways, there's uh, a rap sheet basically where you can lo- you can Google an advisor. So if you guys wanted to do this, you guys could go to BrokerCheck, uh, BrokerCheck.org, I think is what it is, and search in my name, search in my name, search in my firm, and it will show you my history, where I've worked, if I have any complaints against me, if I've had any fines filed against me. And you will be, if you guys have an advisor, I highly, highly recommend you do that. You will be extremely surprised about your advisor's history because a lot of advisors uh, have been sued. And that's, you don't necessarily have to disclose that information. You don't necessarily have to. You have to show them that you have a U4, but that's usually somewhere deep down in the uh, uh, like footnotes of a form that they give you. So, okay, let me get back. So SEC is... Uh, mom and dad. Okay. So they're the big boss. So this is how I would invest my client's money. If I wanted to go the digital assets way, which I kind of already have, I have a couple clients, I would say maybe three or four clients who are already interested in diversifying in the digital assets. And this is the way I like it. A Bitcoin futures ETF could clear the U S securities exchange commission. So an ETF guys just trades. It's just, it trades like a stock, but it's a bunch of stocks. It's like a basket of stocks and it trades like a stock. So that's all I want you to think of with, uh, with an ETF, but it's a way to diversify your portfolio into digital assets without actually owning any digital assets. It's like a derivative investment, right? Cause you're not actually owning the specific, um, holding, I guess that's a bad, uh, you're not holding the holdings. You're not holding the actual, uh, product, I guess you could say. You're holding something that is affiliated with it, that makes it, uh, or that is a part of the basket. So, for example, a futures ETF, you own the ETF which tracks Bitcoin. Okay, so that e- that that uh, that ETF is only it's it's really like uh, almost like a camera is on Bitcoin at all the times at all times, and the ETF will go up and down as Bitcoin goes up and down. And so I really like that way of investing, especially for people who don't want to own Bitcoin, which I don't want to own Bitcoin right now. Guys, I'll be honest with you. I went through this process maybe two, three days ago with SHIB, Shiba Inu, which I'm a big fan of because that's the first one that I invested in. But they're trying to do so many different like purpose-driven projects with this coin that I have to understand how wallets work. I have to understand how NFTs, non-fungible tokens work, um, gas prices. Uh, this has to be transferred into Ethereum and then Ethereum has to be transferred into Leash. There's just all this stuff and it's way, way, way too complicated. I think having an ETF or even investing in mining companies, so Bitcoin has to be mined. So like ISWH, that's one of my favorite mining companies. Uh, they're public. That's You can buy that on the stock market. Investing that way, I think, is a really, I don't want to say safe play. It's definitely safer. It's definitely safer than owning Bitcoin. And so through that whole process of me trying to understand gas prices and wallets and exchange, I probably lost like $300 because I have to transfer stuff over here and that costs money. And then to open this up, it costs money. And so I recommend for most people just starting out, 
don't do it that way. Because <laughs> the whole time I'm like, why would I like what I, I have to make a thousand percent return for this to, for this to really make sense. Um, but if you do it just through a derivative, such as a futures ETF, or by investing in ISWH, which is a mining company, or GBTC, which is a, uh, it's another digital asset firm that's public, I think there's a lot of value in that. And Rick Edelman, one of the guys that I'm a big fan of, uh, he's he does what I do, but on a much mass, much more massive scale. Jeez, we're talking billions here. Um, many, many billions, too, not just one, possibly hundreds. Maybe even trillions. I don't know how big his portfolio is, but he was one of the guys that got ahead of this. He started getting interested in 2012, and he says, hey, look, I just have some clients have 1% in digital assets, 1% of their portfolio. And you're like, okay, 1%. Well, that doesn't make any difference. I heard him speak, I think it was Tuesday, where he was talking about how if someone would have had 1% of their portfolio and then the other 99% just in a balanced fund, their return would have been about 22%, where if they would have just had the balance fund, it would have been about 7%. So if you guys think about that massive difference, I mean, that's a 15% difference just because you had 1%. Now, I, I, don't, I don't really know. I'm almost at a loss of words with this stuff because I'm so excited about it, but I also don't understand it. So that's why I don't recommend doing what I did. <laughs> I was trying to learn by uh, trial and error, right? If you guys are interested in this stuff, uh, I'm going to keep talking about it. But for you to invest in it, I really mean this. Really understand what you're investing in. Because I can invest in ISWH and GBTC and, and understand it. Okay, they're a, they're a public company that mines cryptocurrency. So they're physically doing the labor that finds and creates these digital assets. That has value. That has value. So... I, I really like that. I think that that's an interesting way to go. Also, guys, I wasn't planning on talking about this this whole time. I've already I'm already at the end. Um, <laughs> so I guess we'll I guess that's the topic for today. I guess we're talking about digital assets. Uh, but that's it for today, guys. As always, invest early, invest often. I will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend.